89.7 FM and online at oldhamcommunityradio.com and featuring all that's best from the king of instruments. This is Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstonehall. Again and welcome to this edition of Community Keyboards on air and online. And as ever, over the next hour, I'll have music from the king of instruments in all its guises, from pipes and electronics to keyboards and beyond. And a further chance, perhaps not unexpectedly, to have a listen to some festive music. And to get things underway, here's Dr. Kevin Morgan and a recording made on the Wurlitzer, which was previously in the Granada Studios tour and now installed at Folly Farm Adventure Park in Pembrokeshire. Chocolate Tango from Kevin Morgan. 
Now, in one of next month's programmes, we'll be meeting someone who has a real passion for Compton electron organs, to the extent that he's travelled up and down the country to visit many churches which house such instruments and record short musical examples of how they sound. And you can watch those on his Railway and Organ video channel on YouTube. For now, here's one such example, the ever-popular Christmas carol on Christmas night, All Christians Sing, otherwise known as the Sussex Carol, and it's played by Chris Lawton. Chris Lawton at the Compton Electron CH2 in the Community of Christ Church in Denton in Manchester. Now, just over a week ago, I received the very sad news of the sudden passing of organist and keyboard personality John Kiffin. It's of huge regret that I never actually met the artist, but his music was very familiar to many, and John was widely regarded as a great exponent, style-wise, of the late Klaus Wunderlich. This is John from a 2003 Christmas album playing the Cliff Richard hit, Little Town.
John Kiffin, who sadly died on the 21st of November. There was a time not so long ago when the peak selling time for home keyboards, whether the toy type from supermarkets or the more upmarket versions, was, of course, leading up to Christmas. You may recall last month in our Ask Andy slot, Mrs Dodd's dilemma about what type of piano she should buy for her 10-year-old daughter's Christmas present this year. Well, we've heard since that, indeed, she did plump for a digital piano, which will be well-received, no doubt. This is James Sargent on Yamaha's very popular PSR 3000 keyboard, and now that Miss Dodds has the tools, she just needs some lessons and a little bit of practice to produce sounds like this. James Sargent and Merry Christmas, everybody. Two artists taken far too soon from our world of music take us up to and return from the break. It's hard to believe that it's been three years since the passing of Chiho Sunemoto, and here she is now on the Yamaha EL900 with Prokofiev's Troika. Thank you. 
here at 99.7 FM and online at oldhamcommunityradio.com. This is Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstoneholm. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Sin and error pining till he appeared, and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of the weary world rejoices for young.
Lovely to hear again the much-to-missed talents of Tony Back, such a fine multi-instrumentalist, and much more. And one of my favourite Christmas songs to boot there, Oh Holy Night. Now, about this time last year, things, as you'll remember, were very different for festive celebrations, with lockdown restrictions in place, and in the organ world, many players performing mini-concerts online via social media. On Christmas Eve last, musical brothers Jonathan and Tom Scott from Manchester premiered a concert from home featuring Tom at the piano and Jonathan at his French harmonium. So for the next few minutes, something a little different as the brothers play Waltz of the Flowers from The Nutcracker.
Tom and Jonathan Scott on piano and harmonium, respectively. Right, now it's time to cross over to Andy Carville, who's set to come to the assistance of another listener in Ask Andy. Well, hello, Ian, and it's lovely to be back with you again. Um, Yes, I've got a a question here from a Mr Burlington, uh, who's actually from Sutton Coalfield, um, just outside Birmingham. And his question to me is, actually, I would like to ask Andy, that's me, uh, what he thinks of theatre organs and how they differ from today's modern instruments. Well, the first thing to say there, Mr. Burlington, is uh, I absolutely love theatre organs. Theatre organs are fantastic. They are sort of almost living, breathing, mechanical wonders. Uh, And um, you may or may not know this, but each theatre organ really is its own individual instrument with its own individual character. Um, And they are fabulous. It's as simple as that. Um, I don't know whether you know this, actually. Um, I I have a great admiration for many pipe organ, and that covers the church side as well, but theatre organs and and church organ um, players, because those sort of instruments can be really hard to play, because depending on the installation of that individual instrument, you can get a delay uh, in the sound. So you press a note, and it may only be a, a fraction of a second later that the sound comes actually out of the pipe. Now, that for somebody like me, who's very much more used to playing electronic instruments where the sound is instantaneous. I mean, as soon as you press the note, the sound sounds. But that microsecond of a delay can be really off-putting. So people who play um, pipe organs generally, be that theatre or, or church, uh, have my greatest admiration, that's that's for sure. And people, uh, particularly somebody like, I'm just choosing Howard Beaumont, one of the finest organ players in the in the uk um who f- seems to be able to switch between electronic and pipe organ with great ease he can just move from instrument to instrument and play them all expertly i don't know how he does it it's fantastic um so anyway theater organs absolutely marvelous mechanical wonders uh, no doubt about that and of course the theater organ created its own unique sound i.e the theatre organ sound. But a slight problem with that, given that obviously these um, these instruments are decades, well, many, many, many decades old in many cases, that they didn't actually produce very realistic instrument sounds. They produced a theatre organ sound, but if you just put the trumpet tab on and listen to it as a trumpet it wasn't actually that realistic it didn't really sound like a trumpet it sounded like a pipe which has some special um sort of characteristic which makes the sound a little little bit more reedier and brassier but it didn't really sound like a trumpet and of course um that probably is the biggest difference between the theater organ and today's Uh, modern electronic instruments just going back to the sort of early electronic instruments they were probably actually a little more similar in a way to a theatre organ uh, than perhaps today's instruments are it's debatable you could debate that but the early organs frankly didn't have very realistic instrument sounds either i can remember some organs where to make a piano sound you had to put the trombone sound on with sustain and play in a very staccato way to make it sound a little tiny bit like a piano 
But what um, the early organs did, electronic organs that is, is they produced this lovely sort of warm, woolly, mushy organ sound, which was actually quite appealing in its in its way. But again, you put the violin on, and frankly, it didn't sound very much like a violin. You put the trumpet on, it didn't sound very much like a trumpet, but it sounded nice and warm and woolly which was great. So in a way, they had their own appeal because they sounded a little bit more, in a way, like theatre organ sounds. Then the digital age hit, and I'm going back a lot of years here now, I'm going back probably to the late 80s, early 90s, when the digital technology started coming in and something um, revolutionary happened, which was something called sampling and what samples actually are, are recordings, electronic recordings of real instruments. And then those electronic recordings can be put into a chip and the chip goes into the instrument. And you've sort of got a digital recording of a real instrument. And suddenly orchestral sounds started to sound like the real thing. So you put the trumpet on and it sounded like a trumpet. You put the piano on, it sounded like a piano. Um, and that was great, but that almost veered off at a slight tangent at that time, because I think what happened at that point is the organ sound got a little bit sort of forgotten about. It sort of got left behind a little bit while everybody went, wow, listen to this trumpet. It really sounds like a trumpet. So that almost created a different type of player at that point. But it did also isolate some other people who really just liked the organ sound. So then... Uh, later instruments came along and, and an instrument that I was actually quite involved with when I worked for Yamaha back in the back in the halcyon days. We're talking mid 90s here um, uh, called the AR series, which had a focus on organ sounds and instrument sounds. And I think that's the that is now sort of the benchmark. That That is the norm, if you like, for today's modern instruments. They have great instrument instrument sounds and they also have great organ sounds because what's happened as the digital technology has got better and better and better they're now using the same sampling technology to create organ sounds so you can actually sample let's say a hammond organ sound you can sample a real hammond into a microchip and have that playing through your instrument and it sounds like a Hammond. You can sample real theatre organ sounds and you can have those playing through your instrument. So today's instruments, um, and as I say, I'm really talking since about the mid to late 90s all the way through up to, de- up to today, have become this, this sort of mixture of fantastic tech. It's all based on fantastic technology, but fantastic organ sounds and fantastic instrument sounds. So um, what do I think of theatre organ sounds? Theatre organs, fantastic. How do they differ from today's modern instruments? Well, a theatre organ was very good at sounding like a theatre organ, and that's what it did very well, be it a full theatre organ or a, or a quiet little little um, tibia ensemble and all of those sort of fine little nuances. Today's instruments are actually capable of doing pretty much everything that you could want them to do. And they all do them very well. And there is a major advantage with today's instruments that it, that they have over a theatre organ. You can actually fit it into your lounge at home. <laughs> 
because you can't put a theatre organ in your lounge. I know some people who have done it, and Len Rawls, a very, very fine theatre organ player, does have a real theatre organ at home. Wow. I certainly couldn't do that, but I can I can fit in a keyboard or an organ or that sort of instrument at home. So um, that's really the answer to your question. Theatre organs, fantastic. Modern organs today, modern keyboards today, they do just about everything and you can play it in your own home. So, uh, Mr. Burlington, I hope that answers your question and uh, thank you very much for sending it in. It's very <laughs> much appreciated. It's horses for courses, isn't it, as they say? Oh, and, uh, yeah, certainly, yeah. Certainly, certainly. That's no, wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for another conundrum deconundrumnified. <laughs> if that's such a word, I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> I'm sure that it is. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Uh, listen, Andy, can we at this time of year wish you and yours all the very best uh, for uh, for the festive season? Uh, and we'll uh, we'll catch up again in 2022. I have no doubt with that. And thank you, Ian, and the same to your family and the same to all the listeners. nostalgic sounds of the theatre organ to the latest digital home keyboards. It's right here on Community Keyboards with Ian Wollstonehome.
and welcoming you back to Community Keyboards. That was the winner of the October TDP Keyboard Music Forum Challenge and the Cha-Cha-Cha medley played on Yamaha Tyros 4 by Jackie Cordier from Nîmes in France. Jackie is completely self-taught and plays largely by ear and best of all discovered the forum by accident and simply decided to have a go with her entry. And a reminder that if you would like to have a go too, it's easy to join the group at www.ts-de-picardie.co.uk to find further details. Let's return to the UK next, as Joanne Powell, or Joanne Knowles, as she was when she recorded this, is seated at the Hammond SX3000 with this trio of perennial Christmas favourites.
Joanne Powell, the Hammond SX3000, and away in a manger, Silver Bells and Silent Night. Well, so far we've had pipes and electronics. If you mix things up a little, you have this delightful recording by Will Shaw, which he made on Keith Evans's Allen GW4 organ during the second Covid lockdown last year. This is Will with a lively interpretation of Let It Snow. Shaw at the GW4 Allen Digital Theatre Organ. Now, I cannot end this programme without mentioning that after 50 years of broadcasting our kind of music from the King of Instruments, my very good friend Alan Ashton will be hanging up the headphones this month. It was Alan who, to be honest, encouraged me to host my programmes right from the hospital radio days back in the 1980s, 
but even by then he'd been a part of the North West Airwaves on BBC Radio Manchester for more than a decade. When he retired to Cornwall some years ago, Alan found a new global audience online via the Organ First Radio podcast at MSS Studios. And with more than 170 of those in the can, as they say, his broadcasting legacy will be there for many years ahead. You can listen to a special tribute from many Organ World friends and colleagues by going to www.organradio.com. For many years, Alan's adopted signature tune was Lunchboxer, which many will remember from the daily TV show on ITV, starring Noel Gordon, with live musicians Lionel Rubin, Alan Graham and Jerry Allen on the organ. So, whilst it's not exactly seasonal, well, unless we rename the track Christmas Lunchboxer, ah, there's a thought, let's go out this time with Jerry and the trio and wish Alan Ashton a very long and healthy and happy retirement. Equally, from me to you, may I wish you all the best for Christmas and hope you can join me again in 2022. Enjoy the festivities, stay safe, and from Ian Wollstone home, bye for now. (laughs) 